and away we go. Welcome <laughs> to another episode of Relatively Subjective. I'm George. I am David. And we are relatives who have subjective opinions on movie-related things. Hence the title of our podcast, Relatively Subjective. We're so Get smart. Get it. Sometimes. Super smart. Most of the time, um, it's, smart. it's dodgy I'm smart. at You're best. Smart. That's smart. Thank you. We're smart. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, this episode was actually supposed to be about a different movie than the actual movie we're going to be recording about. Yeah. But uh, we're still going to talk about it. Yeah. So why not? We promised you, or we were talking, we threw up three titles last week. Uh, Dora, the, what is it? The, and the City of Gold. Is that what it is? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then we had scary stories to tell in the dark, and we had the kitchen. David did his due diligence and his better than I, and saw two movies out of the three. I was never gonna go see Dora, but he yeah. saw the kitchen and scary stories, and I only saw scary stories and Hobbs and Shaw, which is like worse than yeah. not watching anything I, at yeah, all. Yeah, I believe so because you, we said to not give money to this movie. Listen, I was peer pressured at, <laughs> on a Friday night. People right. said, "Do you want to ingest some questionable things and go see a shitty movie?" And I was and like, you oh, did. "That sounds like a good, like a fun plan," and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was uh, exactly what I feared it would be, and I hope I never ever walk into a room where it's playing ever again. That good. being said, let's talk about scary <laughs> movies to tell uh, in the dark. But we first, shall, but first. Uh, Full spoilers ahead for everything we talk about. Um, we'll have timestamps in the description for whatever it is we talk about. And if you don't want to hear about us, you hear Stranger <coughs> Things, you're watching Stranger Things, don't want to know about it. Skip <laughs> ahead until after the Stranger Things is all talked up and we'll talk about something else. Yeah. Um, and you can do that all the way until the review if you'd like. But Please, I mean, you can if you want to. But Yeah. Don't. Do whatever you want. <laughs> I You're mean, that's a not free we, person. Yeah, we are not here to judge. So, you know, you have your own faculties. Fly, fly. Uh, fly, fly, pretty bird. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to be doing... Let's talk about what we've been watching yeah. since uh, the last time we saw uh, each other. So, so last time we talked, I had finished um, um, Stranger Things. How yeah. much further have you gotten? I think I have watched up to episode six or seven okay. now. And I, it's... Oh, yeah, Right, it's yeah. it's only like eight episodes yeah. or something, so I'm fairly close to the end. Nice. Um, I'll quickly go over like what the last thing I remember is. So, um, Hop and uh, what's her name, uh, Winona Ryder's character, Mom. Mom, <laughs> they're uh, they've already got the Russian guy talking, and he's explained that the Russians are trying to open the gate mm -hmm. to the Upside Down, and that's it pretty much um <laughs> oh the last scene i saw was all were all the people just walking towards the fucking liquor thing yeah the demigorgon yeah, thing yeah. or the mind flayer yeah and they just like collapse and turn and to goo bubbles. and then add him yeah. add, add on to him and he and just gets like, bigger blah, and bigger blah. that's what that's yeah. the last i saw cool so it's basically the end right pretty, like, uh yeah you i think you only have one or two episodes left yeah uh it's cool it's yeah. really fun i very much have enjoyed it yeah uh, so uh i i let, we're gonna talk about it obviously yeah. when you finish it i really enjoyed the sequence with that 11 went back to like billy's like mind yeah and like on, where i was on the beach and yeah. saw him and like went to, she went his, to the past his traumatic events yeah. through his life and then i loved even when she came back to the present she wasn't with everyone else yeah. she was by, just with him yeah but that was really cool i think that guy's super menacing 
I'd like to see him in more things. The the guy that plays oh, Billy. Billy. Yeah. 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 He was the Red Ranger in Power yeah. Rangers. Yeah. I well, want him first in more one things. To make, the first one to make it. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think I was like throwing this around in my head that they should. I know it's already happening. They're um, planned the sequel to Venom, and they have what's his name, uh, Andy Serkis. Mm-hmm. He's directing. Oh so, wow! Okay. Like that's intriguing to yeah. me, but I'm totally okay with them scrapping that. And introducing this guy's Eddie Brock in the MCU, I feel like he would oh, be a wow. really good. Ooh, that would be really good. Yeah, I like that. Especially like that, like you know, it's weird with bullying these yeah. days, so you can't make him just like a bully yeah. anymore. But I feel like once this, like he'd play post symbiote Eddie mm-hmm. way like really well, like yeah. as a, like menacing, yeah, uh, trying to destroy but Peter still, Parker's like, life, very charming, and, yeah, like, smart, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that like he's. Like sized well, yeah. Like uh, like when you compare uh, Venom to Spider Man, you yeah. know, it's usually like super huge guy, yeah. but it's like little toned down with mm-hmm. this guy and, and Tom Holland because it's not going to be just Human like a, a bodybuilder yeah. next to him. But uh, that was just something I I, I thought yeah. up real quick cool. from his uh, performance. I like, so yeah, here. I like him. I like that he made it. I like that he was in the show. But we can, we can never discount the the what was it? I think it was the Black Ranger in Which the one? Uh, in, in the Power Rangers in the new movie uh-huh. he was in uh, th- that episode of uh, Black Mirror that we watched oh yeah <laughs> he was the the Avatar right yeah oh yeah I forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> Netflix so he, is picking these guys up yeah exactly <laughs> that's it you just them up. pluck them into whatever you want how pissed are all <laughs> the other Power Rangers that didn't get to make it and they're just like I what mean, the fuck we tried well no I mean the, one of them was Becky G right she's yeah. still singing she's yeah. her her, her What's it called? Her and career's still there. The the Pink Ranger from the movie uh, is uh, Jasmine. Yeah. And in Charlie's Angels now. Yeah. So she's been doing stuff. Power Rangers is lucrative now. And then uh, the Blue Ranger, the black kid. What's he in? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember him in anything but Power Rangers. Okay. Well, soon. Oh, he was in... Actually, he was in... Um, it was a Showtime show. I don't know if it's still on. It's called um, I'm Dying Up Here. It's about stand-up oh, comics. Yeah. He plays a stand-up comic on that oh, show. Okay, cool. So, Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing it. We're, they're doing it. Yeah. We did And then, it. of course, uh, Elizabeth Banks. She's around. <laughs> Still doing Charlie's Angels. And Brian and, Cranston uh, is uh, Brian Cranston. Cranston is winning <laughs> Tonys and other awards. And who was, uh, who was Alpha? Was that Bill, Bill Hader? Bill Hader. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, he's in the It movie now. So. Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah. He's fine. They, they were never not doing great. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They, were, they never had to worry about any of this. They did this as a favor to a lot of people. Uh, like, wouldn't it be cool if you were in Power Rangers? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. I don't gotta do much. Okay. <laughs> Brian Cranston was a good Zordon. He but was. Unfortunately, we, I like that to, movie. We don't have to get into. Anyway, this so I've been watching. Uh, I've been continuing um, uh, Orange Is the New Black. I've only really, really been watching that. Has it been getting um, uh, crazier, it's been, or like are you satisfied been, with where it's going? Yeah, or? there's been things that are happening that are like, I feel it's like gearing up towards the end of certain people's obviously like arcs yeah it's been seven seasons so now like a lot of things have happened with them and in certain characters we didn't know why they were in jail so now we're getting like the the backstory about where they are and where they're coming from and where they're going Mm -hmm. uh, which I think is cool it's it's been a long time but hey like it's finally happening so it's fine yeah um I actually really enjoy the pacing of it too because there are certain characters that like built up like a huge uh presence in the prison mm-hmm. and and now they're kind of just like 
all right, like this is who I am and like that's it. Like my story is going to be this for the rest of the series. So like don't imagine or don't plan on me changing or dying or anything because yeah. this is it. Which I think is cool too because then we can focus on other things that are happening. Cool. Uh, obviously the, the main protagonist is uh, Piper. So we do get a lot of her yeah. outside of prison. Uh, and I'm obviously not done with the season yet. But um, it's uh, it's interesting to see the dynamic between a person that's in prison married to a person that's in outside of prison. Yeah. Uh, so we're, you know, it's cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It also, again, it's, it's, it's definitely driving home like the ice situation yeah so it's like well I there's mean, still a lot of like very powerful and poignant moments like uh social and like uh, political politically commentary yeah. between the characters inside of the show which i think is really cool and mm-hmm. really smart um but i don't we'll, I'll, I'll let you know how it ends. yeah yeah <laughs> i'll eventually get back into it um but until then also i actually i i just so happened to watch the end of blown away have you seen that show on netflix blown away it's a it's a glass blowing competition oh show. yeah i've heard about this yeah. i've seen the preview yeah. on, on the so queue i stuff. actually planned on watching the show but gabby was watching it my sister and i she was watching the last episode so i saw who won <laughs> so i was like oh okay cool uh but like they did like a recap of all the people's work and stuff and some of this shit is like yeah. You can't even fathom what like you can do blowing, with fucking glass. Blowing glass it's is amazing. insane. They did yeah. some amazing, like, actual, like, huge sculptures and artworks. Yeah, stuff. I saw some of them. It's they were, really like, cool. just, like, these intricate, like... <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it's so cool what Watching they it happen is always entertaining, yeah. so, yeah. like... It's I'm really sure, cool. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I, I know who wins, and I didn't watch any of the series before this. Uh, but if you are, if you have even if you have a little interest in this, yeah. watch it. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, go on YouTube and just YouTube glass blowing, and if that looks cool to you, just watch it <laughs> because Perfect. it's always fun to to watch people like swirl them when it's like hot, and it like totally makes them like a design. Oh my god, I know. And I then love they it. cut it. And it's so satisfying. Yeah, like, it's like, mm. <laughs> uh, did you watch anything else? No, that was it. I think that's everything I watched. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you get in there? Did you get there in time for the previews? I sure did. I was there super early. I even saw Maria Menounos talk about stuff. I love me some Maria Menounos. Maria Menounos. And thanks for coming to Nuvi. Yeah. And I, I was wanna, like, I want to be the new Nuvi uh, spokesperson. Gotta, can I do that? You got to earn it. I do. You got to kill her in combat, <laughs> and then you can take her spot. But she's Whoa. she's really hard to beat. She's amazing. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it then. Let's get into some trailers. I, I saw so many trailers. I saw for, three, six, nine. How many did you get? For scary stories? Yeah. I got 11. Wow. Bullshit. Seriously. Is what it is. And then I got two, four, six, eight for um, the kitchen. Wow. So I saw a whole bunch of shit that's coming out. Some yeah. of it I'm actually kind of excited for. And some of it I was just like, get to the fucking movie. Yeah. I, I, my movie was supposed to start, I think, at 7.15. It didn't start until 7.45. I was like, a half hour of trailers? Jesus. I got so mad. Yeah. But, no, no. Yeah, mine, <laughs> mine took about almost a half hour to, to get started. It was like a 7.30 showing and it started at 8 or something. What you see, what you see. Uh, you go, since you have more I have trailers. Too, I have too many. You have so many. <laughs> uh, so I started with uh, Ad Astra again. Got that. Uh, yeah, so we talked about this before. It's uh, Tom Cruise and Spies. No, it's Brad Pitt. Um, he's Spies. Brad Pitt and Spies. Sorry. Tom Cruise person. has been to space before, he's been, probably. It's fine. Um, like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> he jumped off something and broke his uh, ankle. That was uh, in space. Oh, no, that wasn't in space. That was, it was uh... in space, okay. <laughs> Uh, and I don't know. I mean, the more the, I, I saw it for both movies, this preview, 
and the second time I was just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I kind of feel like there, it doesn't get more interesting the more I see it. Sure. Yeah. No, that's a fair point. Um, but, I'm still excited for it. Like, I still want to see it. I, I'm sure we'll get more on the next trailer. I hope of, so. Like, you know, I hope so. why it's crazy or, or why we should care. Because yeah. right now it's just like, it's just very go to aloof. space, Brad Pitt. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And then it's just like, oh, your dad's in space. He was yeah. working on this weird thing, but go with space. I was I was <laughs> wondering more what the surge is that they're yeah, talking about. Yeah, exactly. But like, I, I want to see yeah. what that happens. Yeah. And to then do with anything. Tommy Lee Jones would be like, there are aliens. And then they'd be like, whoa. I did it. Aliens. Uh, cool. <laughs> you know where the aliens are. Aliens are where? I actually so uh, uh, going along with like the whole Maria Menounos thing. I I saw a uh, a preview of the documentary Chasing the Cure. Have you heard about this? Oh, it's like people with weird ailments that they live they, stream like, with doctors mm-hmm. like on air or whatever. Like they you know they crowdsource together people like hashtag a specific thing and bring it to the right doctor so that that doctor can see that person. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. I thought it's a really cool social experiment. I, I think it's cool how you know one person can have this weird problem and literally no one in their area knows what it is and they have to do this kind of show and bring it to the people who just like just so happen to know this thing across the world yeah uh and and we can do it now because of like technology and internet and stuff yeah so i think it was really cool i saw some really kind of like tearjerker moments of the people that were suffering from these uh like just thinking about it i'm just like oh those ladies she's like in constant pain all the time i don't know but uh but uh it looked really interesting um and it actually is a tv series it's not going to be a movie or anything yeah but uh, i still saw it that was cool yeah it's uh I've never been a fan of reality shows in any capacity in terms of like competition or like, you know, these like makeover shows or a show where we change someone's life because we buy them a house or whatever. Which usually never work. Yeah. Because they can't afford the taxes afterwards. Right, right, exactly. So, but like, I just could never get over like how how much fluff there is and how how much you know that people are like asking certain questions in order to get certain responses yeah, yeah. and then they edit they it however the they want yeah, yeah. and they use the music to like try and get you to like feel, <laughs> feel the stuff like uh, it's just <laughs> it's just it's just exhausting after a while but you know i i, I like that this is uh like it's hard is in the right place like it's yeah, uh, trying I, I to help people so. um I liked it. Yeah, cool. It, se- it seemed interesting, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then after that, I saw <clears throat> uh, Maleficent. Uh, well, the well. Mistress. Yes, exactly. Well, well, well. Well. I mistress, laughed when she did that. Mistress of Evil. Um, yeah, so she was, that was that. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about that before. Yep. Uh, and then I saw a preview for a movie that I had not seen before, and I was actually very interested in seeing this movie, Black and Blue. Black and Blue? What's yeah. Black and Blue? Black and Blue uh, is an action thriller about a rookie cop played by Naomi Harris. And the only place I know Naomi Harris from is Paris of the Caribbean. She was the like the voodoo queen lady. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, she in- inadvertently captures the murder of a young drug dealer on her body cam. After realizing that the murder was committed by corrupt cops, she teams up with the one person from her community who is willing to help her, a drug dealer, as she tries to escape both the criminals out for revenge and the police who are desperate to destroy the incriminating footage. Oh, who's the drug dealer? Uh, Tyrese Gibson. Oh, Tyrese is in this. Okay. Yeah. So it's actually really cool. It's presented as this like really political kind of thing. The first thing you see is her with her partner. They're both black. And they say, you're not black anymore. You're blue. Like yeah. You have to be with the cops and stuff. And yeah. they, they really drive that point home. But then this 
older cop obviously is corrupt. He's going into this one building. He's just like, I'm going to go see a CI. Like, don't follow me. And obviously, she follows him. And, and she, sees. she sees both of them. And it's the other antagonist is the guy from um, Civil War, uh, the bad guy, the short guy with the brown black hair. He, he he was really he was in uh From civil civil war, war in the, the beginning the... really quickly and then he died <laughs> wait what was the beginning of civil war uh, what's his name oh um frank grillo frank grillo that's yeah. it yeah yeah so he's obviously the one of the corrupt cops right uh, and he and it's interesting too because frank grillo shoots the drug dealer and then his partner shoots her but she obviously has a body cam on so that's when he yeah. says he's like she got a fucking body cam on go get her so like she like Got shot and like falls down a thing, and then obviously she she gets away. So she's, she's just gone. like on the run. So she's on the run they from pin cops. They the killing on her, and, and they, she's like... on the run from other drug dealers because the drug dealers that are working with the cops, the cops put out a hit on her. Oh shit! So now she's got this body cam on, and she's running through the streets, and like she's fighting with the drug dealers against these corrupt cops and stuff. And I think it's really interesting to see the juxtaposition between like the Black Lives Matter movement versus Blue Lives Matter, yeah. and what happens when you're both of those. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting. Like, it sounds great. Uh, and I'm excited to see it. Yeah, yeah. it sounds really cool. Uh, I got that trailer for both movies, and both times I got chills. So that's a good thing. That's a good sign. Um, Hopefully you don't lose interest as uh, yeah. as he goes on. Uh, then I got Gemini Man. Yep. Will on Will. Will Smith. Will Smith. Uh, and then I got another very interesting movie. It was called Don't Let Go. Oh, I got this one too. Right. Yeah. So this this is like some like contact. Some so this like is a... Bloomhouse. Or, yeah. Yeah. So it is. it's like horror, but not but like not, they're known yeah. for horror. But this one's more, they I did guess, this, supernatural. They did or... this with um, what's his name? Uh, Happy Death Day or whatever. No. Um. No. Different movie. Um. Uh. What's his name? Dennis Quaid was the 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 firefighter, and his son was a cop. And uh, it was uh, Jim Caviezel. Uh, Jim Caviezel. Yeah. Jesus Christ himself? Yes. Uh, I'm going to look it up because it wasn't contact. Caviezel. Jim Caviezel. Um, damn it. It came out. Oh, I am like going to. Frequency. Frequency. So this reminded me a lot about a light. A Did lot the firefighter die and then communicate to his son? Via an old ham radio. Yeah. And then he was able to get him to survive. Do you not remember this movie? No. Not <laughs> I even love, a little bit. I love Frequency. So Frequency was a good movie. This reminded me a lot like that. So it's this uh, main character. What's his name? Uh, is that him? Yes. David Oyelowo. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's, he's a cop and he's got a niece who is fun i guess like her his favorite yeah niece. because the niece uh, his brother is a like a, a drug dealer, drug dealer or, or a criminal so all and three of them his his brother his brother his sister-in-law and his niece all die yeah in get shooting. killed oh, yeah so yeah so tough yeah uh but then he gets a phone call literally from her from four days earlier or like yeah, a week so it's earlier. like a week earlier yeah so he has to like solve the case and then tell her what to do to make sure that she survives. Yeah. And I am so excited. I think this yeah. is really it's a really cool like obviously it's a very supernatural kind of twist kind of thing, but like once you get past that, I am excited to see Do you it goes. think that the twist will be amazing or do you think that it will be like Well, I don't I mean, what twist could it be? I don't know. I, I, I was trying to think of like I was trying to like there's, figure like, there's it out no way from that, this one trailer and yeah. I was like, mm can't think of anything there's there's no scientific reason why this person would have a phone call from somebody a week earlier yeah. versus a week later it's weird yeah um i actually think that 
the girl will survive at the end, but then he'll he die, will die or something. Yeah, yeah, I figured that too. Um, um, but uh, um, but then she, at the very end of the movie, she gets a phone call from her her uncle. Oh, oh my god! And uh, then we just the go on continues. and on and on until <laughs> um, we have seven movies. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, it looked interesting to me. It was very twisty, and it was pretty. It was under the trailer. I thought looked pretty good. Uh huh. So yeah, I'm interested. I, I mean, I was interested. I like how original it is. You know, I don't, yeah, it's new. I didn't watch Frequency, so it's a new idea to me. Yeah, and should be should be good. Should be good. Bloomhouse does good good stuff. Yeah, I like them. So we shall see. Yeah. Uh, what else do you? I got Ready or Not. Yes. Which we've talked about. Yeah. Um, I, this, I, this was an extended trailer I got, which explained oh. a lot more. And it's it's like, I it's the first trailer that we saw was a little bit of a teaser, and it looked very horror, very mystery, very like suspense. But yeah. this movie, the uh, this second trailer I got was really funny. Yeah, I like, got. They had no, a, that's they the had, only trailer I've seen. They had a I, lot of jokes. Yeah. And like a lot of accidental killings yeah. and stuff. Which I mean, how many times? I hope they don't overuse that. But uh, yeah, like the guy was watching a YouTube video on how to use a crossbow. <laughs> yeah. And then like <laughs> I didn't see that before. The sister I that killed was funny. the, the like, maid. two maids. Yeah. Um, and what's his name? Is in this uh, the dude from the OC? I forget his name. He was in Shazam recently. Uh, Adrian Brody. No, that's not Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Yeah, and he's like, I didn't doesn't want to do this yeah. or something. Or he's I just didn't like know how silly along. it was gonna be. And even yeah. like the interaction between the uh, the new wife, uh, Samara Weaving, and her husband, <clears throat> and she's just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And he's just like, "I had to go along with it. I'm sorry." Yeah. And and oh, what did she say? Uh, there was one part that was really funny. They were hiding in the attic, and. Uh, forget what it was but it was something like you know something stupid yeah but like something funny like you know we'll get through this together like you know you married you like you married this oh oh you married into, you were the one that married into this family the, and yeah. she was like you're saying it's my fault and he was like Shh, calm down calm down yeah. i thought that was funny yeah uh i think their their chemistry i think was cute yeah. it was funny uh, um I thought that was Margot Robbie when I first saw yeah, the trailer. Yeah, a lot of people did, actually. Yeah. I remember talking to people, and they were they were telling me, have you seen that new Margot Robbie film? Yeah. And I'm just like, which one? Like, yeah. the hide-and-seek? And, seek? and yeah, it's like, it's ready like, or not? It's like, no, that's Margot Robbie. That's someone that looks it's just It's basically like her twin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I th- I'm even more interested to see it now, because I because of that, like, funny twist. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be that. I thought it was going to be much more suspenseful. But yeah. I'm excited to see and to laugh. No, I, yeah, I think it, they... Like making it a, a comedy lets it do more. Yeah, and I think so. Is, I mean, is you a could, good way you to could totally make, remake this movie super seriously, but yeah. I'm glad that they're making it funny. Right. Yeah. Same here. I like to laugh. <laughs> I like to laugh. Um. What else do we get? I love to laugh. <laughs> what did uh, 47 you meters freak? down uncaged? I didn't get that one, but we I all got, know that that's gonna be great. Uh, I got an. I got an. Actually, I got an extended uh, trailer for this one too. There are more. Sharks. They were fucking all extended trailers. It took fucking. It was so that's, long. All these goddamn trailers. Uh, it was annoying. Um, it part two. I got another extended trailer. Uh, Midway. Yeah, I saw that trailer. Well, you've yeah. seen it before. Yeah. This is my first time. Yeah, I don't it's, know. It does it, it it gave me Pearl Harbor vibes not just because it's about the same incident, but because like it's it was very like reminiscent of Josh Hartnett, Brad Pitt yeah. um being like these <clears throat> very, very handsome soldier men yeah. and 
fighting the good war to get back to their ladies or whatever it's like it's the same thing yeah same thing over and over again these war movies need to give us more or just not making them yeah (laughs) and like one line was like was just like it came off cheesy in the trailer it was like uh, Washington said that this is that we shouldn't do this and he's like well Washington is wrong (laughs) and then it goes to like the scene of the airplanes and I'm just like Washington is wrong good one so dumb Uh, yeah I'm not really excited to see this Nope. And uh, we all know how that war turned out and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. We, so, you know. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> everything worked out. <laughs> yeah, everything worked out for the best. Oh, no. No one terrible. was hurt. No, there were so many there deaths so many in people. Japan. There was there's two so, bombs. There's a, there's a bad, <laughs> uh, bad time. If anybody listens that is Japanese, I'm yeah. very sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> for the sins that. of our past. Yeah. Uh, I got another tra- a new trailer, something I've never even heard of called Knives Out. Oh, man. Did you get Can this Can we talk about this? So, Chris the, Evans. The, the, the cast is crazy. Daniel Craig, Michael Shannon, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette, Christopher Plummer, and uh, who else? That's it. That's all I recognize. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people in this movie. A lot of people in this movie. And it's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> it's like, like supposed to be this crime drama, but yeah, it's like they say, very like it's a, silly it's, and they, funny. They said it was like a whodunit that yeah. no one's ever done before yeah. or something like that. Like no one's ever done and it. And like it's uh, part comedy. Yeah. But it, I don't know. I'm getting like weird Wes Anderson like vibes yeah. from it. Oh, like, absolutely. It's like super stylized. Yes, and, like, yes, yes, yes. And it's going there's for like. a whole fucking wall of knives. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. So I mean, in the movie we get there is an, an old person that the patriarch of the family died, and they think that one of the person in the room did it. And there's the detective Daniel Craig who's trying to crack the case about who done it, who killed yeah. him, and and then we find out that there's like family like drama, British humor. Everything's like tongue in cheek. Everything's like yeah. kind of reminiscent to. I thought it was. I honestly thought Daniel Craig was playing like. The Pink Panther, or like some sort of like, yeah, like old a, tiny yeah, Cousteau yeah, kind of yeah, uh, a bumbling detective yeah. or something. But uh, I don't know. We'll see how well he does. Uh, oh, and man, then there was, it was some joke that that Chris Evans said, and I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it, he said something KFC, like he was like, point, like okay, detective fat, KFC or something, something like, that. like yeah. that, and I was like. What? Like what? Like I was already confused as to what this movie yeah, was about, and then confusing. like it had very weird jokes and, weird and weird vibes. lines, and I was like, what? Lots of weird. Like it was everywhere. Like yeah. in certain instances or certain scenes, there was trying to be serious, but then there was like a joke was undercutting it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I was, just don't have was, a feel. It was an odd movie. To, I mean, an odd trailer. So that was that was the last trailer that I got for Scary Stories. All right. Uh, then we got The Goldfinch. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all yeah. for the kitchen. And then The Good Liar. I didn't see The Good the Liar. The Good Liar. It actually it seemed pretty interesting. It was a, it's, uh, stars Ian McKellen and Helen Mirren. Oh. I honestly thir- thought it was going to be like this r- old romantic movie between like two uh-huh. old British people. Yeah. Because it starts off with them on a blind date. And Helen Mirren asks Ian McKellen, is like, oh, how often do you go on dates from the online thing? Uh-huh. And he's like, well, not very often because I'm a Brit- charming British man. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out Ian McKellen is a uh, con artist and he's trying to get Helen Mirren's money. Oh, shit. So, like, there's this really cool, like, flashback episodes that we get with Hel- with uh, Ian McKellen, like, doing old jobs when he's, like, a young man and, like, he's, like, this parkour do guy. Do they like... use CGI? Face? No, 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 no. It's, oh. it's a different actor. 
Um, but it's really interesting to see how like Ian McKellen is like has done this before. Like they they go into his past and like he's like wooing other women, but then now that he's old, he he like needs another job. Yeah. So like his job is Helen Mirren, and he's just like she's worth two million pounds. Of course, I'm going to take it all. And I'm just yeah. like, whoa, this is cool. So I don't know. I was I was oddly surprised. Yeah, and like interesting. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I like the I like the old movie. Like when when movies have like an older cast. But just not when it's like, oh, we got to come out of retirement yeah. to do the thing we did yeah. before. <laughs> it's like we've seen that a million yeah. times, like um, Alan Arkin and like Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman in that one yeah. movie is like the prime example that comes to my mind. It's just like they they weren't robbers or anything, but they're like, we're three old men. We could rob a bank, cause we're, <laughs> but we're old. It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's like, Hope you like it. It's like, oh, my back. Like, oh, knew that joke was coming. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but um yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, that it, sounds it looked British. it looked interesting. If yeah. you see the trailer, let me know what you think. I uh, will. Terminator: Dark Fate. I got uh, dun, 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 Queen dun, dun. and Slim. Yep, which I liked. We uh, talked about Hustlers. Hustlers with uh, Anne Hathaway. J Lo. Oh, the the stripper movie. Yeah, right? not the hustler. Not the hustler. The hustle. The hustle. Yeah, Hustlers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, the last one I got was <laughs> Angel Has Fallen, <laughs> <laughs> which I am not excited Gerard about. Gerard Butler, girl. everybody. Oh. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. <laughs> he's gonna sure. he's gonna clear his name and save the president, <laughs> just like he always does. Oh man! Yeah. Oh gosh. This is the third movie oh, in the series. Oh no. Okay. Uh, so that's everything. Uh, yep. Those were those were all the five thousand trailers that yes. I watched. Yes. Uh, so so now, do you actually want to give a quick review of Sean Hobbs? Because uh, then I'll give a quick review of, of uh, cool. The Kitchen. Yeah. And then you can we can both do scary stories. Um, yeah. I just kind of don't want The Kitchen spoiled for me. But Oh, okay. Then we don't need to do that. Um, we can we can just do Sean Hobbs because I'm never going to see it. <laughs> I mean, I, this is just going to be a trashing. Go for it. Oh, but, my God. Please. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be quick about it. Uh, I'll give this as much effort as they gave that movie. It was <laughs> so it was one minute hot garbage. It was the hottest garbage <laughs> you could ever find. Take some garbage, garbage, put it in the oven, put it on broil. That's this movie. Hot ass garbage. <laughs> this movie was hot garbage. <laughs> it's fucking the worst thing I've ever had to do oh, in my no. life, in my adult life. That's funny. Good God. Um. Ah, where do I even begin? The dialogue is all it's it's an it's an action movie from the past, but somehow made it For to now. today. <laughs> and it's just dick measuring between Jason yes. Statham and The Rock, Which, right? I mean, we kind of figured. Sure, but David, you underestimate how much <laughs> of that is in that. Like, it's literally they only communicate in these little, uh, like. Competitive, competitive, compa- competitive, like dialogue where yeah. they're just like, oh, "I'm like your face, you piece of shit, fuck you." <laughs> and then he's just like, "Yeah, well, I think that you look stupid in that outfit." And they just do that every time they talk to each other. And who thought it was a good idea to put these characters together? The Rock, probably. <laughs> he was I mean, like, "Let's make this money. Let's true. make this movie." And Jason Statham's like, "All right." Because so, <laughs> he's British. Yeah, and I was <clears throat> I was surprised as to how many other people were in this movie like obviously we know Idris Elba's in this and mm-hmm. he's the villain and Idris Elba's a very high caliber actor and he was just put in this movie to die uh, as all good action movie <laughs> villains are and Helen Mirren is in this what? she plays uh, Jason Statham's mom 
who's in Aww, prison. That's kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, oh, who else? Uh, Ryan Reynolds is in it as a CIA guy <gasps> who sends Hobbs on his mission. And he's just oh being Ryan Reynolds in it. He's just yeah. doing like... he. But all right. So what was most confusing about this movie is that it was so over the top. Yeah, like, garbage. Just like over the top action movie yes. tropes all where them. it was just like you knew exactly what was going to what was going to happen a half hour early yes, of for every part that you came across and uh, it was just <laughs> but like the rock and Jason Statham were both taking this very seriously but ev- the world to. around them was so fucking silly yeah. that you just didn't understand what was happening mm-hmm. you're just like everything is bullshit but these guys wholeheartedly <laughs> believe in this bullshit yeah. and that's that's it that's all it is and we obviously get like outrageous stunts where the rock and jason Statham are like falling from ridiculous stunts. heights and not dying and the rock being able to snatch a person off a motorcycle while he's in a car and then slam them against a wall and drive past it and not break his arm entirely. <laughs> uh, he does that. Does he? So, the one thing I want to make sure is in the helicopter scene when he's holding the truck and holding yeah. the helicopter by a chain. He does that he, for two hours straight. No, he's he really doing that. He's really doing that, and like that he was does like a it. Thing? He does it because the the car's got unhat unlatched, yeah. and he has to latch it back on. So he's just like grabs it, and he's like yeah, and then he does it. <laughs> And then, he, and, then he, and then he clicks it on and then that's it like that's the that's the whole scene it's not like he was like doing it for the whole ride yeah. that they were trying to get that helicopter down uh, it's just so stupid but for the, but for them to actually put that in I think uh, it's just obnoxious yeah obviously like obviously <laughs> well, this, yeah, I, you know. this was just like a huge like just stroking of egos yeah. and just not no thought was put into this at no, all no, it was all. like not fun really because of just all the shit you had was. to suffer through Ugh. in order to see the action pieces yeah. and all that Ugh. it was just it was just garbage it's what's just, your rating i give this um i give this uh how many hot garbage two two pieces of hot garbage oh two would never watch this ever excellent again. ever Which ever is exactly ever again. why i didn't want to go see this movie yeah and it's just way too long for how shitty it is oh, it's just was it was it? like two hours or oh, something or at least it felt like that i'm uh, so sorry i bet what watch it be an hour and 10 minutes and i was just like <laughs> that was the worst three hours of my life uh no two hours and 17 minutes tell me about are it. you fucking kidding me no no way yep no way at all yep that's terrible i'm yeah. so sorry that's uh, okay it's but over you know now. what we can get past it next week hopefully you'll be able to see the kitchen so we'll be able to review that yeah uh because now i'm not going to review the kitchen we're okay. going to talk about scare stories all right Scurristories. David, if this movie was a children's no, that's too, that's too yeah, a children's gonna, book? I was because... gonna say children's book, but my, <laughs> that's just me, my mind went straight to that. Um if this movie was a house, what would the outside of that house look like? Would it be a shack? This is a very weird question. <laughs> it's a psychological evaluation. <laughs> okay. And uh you're doing uh... great. <laughs> So let's see. So I honestly think so. This movie, obviously, it would have the best basement. It has uh-huh. like the best base, like the the concrete good foundation, good foundation, concrete, solid. Like you know, no earthquake would move this with's house. Uh-huh. Uh, but when they built the first floor, 
it was like a little shaky like they, they definitely cut some corners there's probably like not a lot of insulation uh and then the second story is literally just like what was that I don't know. I think that's just the scary, scary movies, scary stories. I think we're summoning something. <laughs> and then the like the second floor and the attic is literally just like pieces of wood, because this movie started off interestingly and that definitely had a good base, but where it went, it was a little disappointing. It was a little shaky, uh-huh. and uh, I feel like whew, it fell down. Yeah, I think this movie is a, a shed. <laughs> is it an orange shed? <laughs> It's the cheapest shed you can get at Home Depot. <laughs> and whoever put it up didn't know how to do it. And they just didn't read their instructions. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was a shed. I definitely think, obviously, I, 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 I talked about the house that the house was. Yeah. So let's make it be more specific. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So this movie was set in, in the 60s. The 60s yeah. In the, the background of... Always a good move for a horror movie. To and, go back in time. And it made me think, because we saw Curse of La Llorona, which also took place in mm-hmm. the 60s or 70s. And, yeah, yeah. And, this, and, and this really like set that off at the same feeling in my mind. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's hard to do horror movies in the present yeah. because of technology. Yeah, right? absolutely. Or, or we, just I mean, like, we got that with hide and seek. We get that with like the Conjuring. We get that not the Conjuring, uh, Sinister. Yeah. Uh, we get that with uh, what was that other awful horror movie that came out recently? Um, the the the, uh, the Escape Room. That's it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> For everyone listening, David just shook his body a little bit and moved his arms <laughs> in a circle, like, and he's like that one. Escape Room. Escape Room. <laughs> those are those are my thinking sounds. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, I think I definitely think because you have to really play up the technology to make it scary. We didn't see Chucky, which yeah. had to do with technology. It was like AI. Yeah, so I'm not going to touch on that. But it is, I think, difficult to try to rationalize supernatural things when oh, and Slenderman oh, when yeah. when you have internet technology and stuff like that. Like yeah. you, you really it have comes to, off as a little goofy if yeah, the if absolutely. the ghost is hacking your laptop or like yeah. shutting your lights off yeah. or you know just like but. Yeah, but when yeah. when you're working with like rotary phones and you're working with the, that like little weird sonograph kind of thing, the mm-hmm. thing they had before eight track or whatever, yeah, like that's cool. Yeah, those are elements that are in it that are, like bring authenticity to it. I think and uh-huh. like are fun to play with. Yeah, but yeah. I just think it like fell a little short. Uh, yep. I was so excited. The nostalgia factor here for me was a plus. Yeah, like I loved this book. I still love this book. It still freaking freaks me out. The illustrations were terrifying, and the yeah, I, even like the horror elements that were put into it, I thought were still freaky. They did a good job at making the monsters monstrous, uh-huh. um, especially that last guy. Oh, he fucking freaked me out. The the the, the arms, the Fusro Da guy, whatever. The, yeah, the limbs guy yeah. that could like put himself apart and yeah, put himself that back together. was. He was terrifying. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I will say that I did not like this movie at all. It was another, it was like The Curse of La Llorona with me. And I saw this movie in uh, the enhanced a- AMC mm. Prime. And I saw fucking The Curse of La Llorona in IMAX. So it was like, I remember feeling like, like just upset that I'm enduring this in high quality <laughs> and, and higher quality. <laughs> No, it's just like imagine watching a really bad movie, but in the best quality. Yeah. So it's just like I can feel you highlight everything how, that's terrible. Yeah, you're just about like oh, the sounds of this movie are 
fucking with my brain. Uh, yeah, I was really considering walking out. Like I was. Wow, really? I was to that point, you didn't like this movie that much. I did. I hated this movie. It was why? Okay, so I at first it felt like they were really trying to do the it thing with the the, the kids, kids yeah. and you know them battling a supernatural thing. Yeah. Fine, we can call it inspiration. We don't have to say it's a ripoff yeah. because there were enough differences, you know. Um, but I just the writing throughout the movie was super lazy. I thought the comic relief kid could fucking die in the first five minutes, and I would be the happiest man alive. <laughs> um, the the acting with the kids was never convincing, and kind of. I got the feeling like I was watching a Goosebumps episode that was an hour and a half long. Like yeah. it was like it, it was uh, like oh, yeah. they, those kind jerks of. talked about her mom. Everyone in town was making fun of her when she left, and then she's just like, <laughs> and then she's like, oh, you want to see a haunted house, boys? And then they went to the haunted. House. <laughs> hey boys! Hey boys! You want to go see a haunted house? Look what I got here! And then like the bully at the beginning was not intimidating or like. I don't know. He was just like this creepy dude in a Letterman jacket that was just like, I'm going to fucking kill all you for some reason. And then, like, there was not enough, uh, like, I don't know, development with the characters and their 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 past or their their um, their history yeah. enough for me to be like... Because it just starts off with Halloween and the the funny kid is i used air quotes the funny kid was <laughs> fishing poop out of the toilet to use as a prank bag <laughs> chuck yeah that was funny i fucking hated chuck so much i so Good i lord i did not i obviously did not hate him as much as you did yeah i honestly thought some of his comic relief actually worked i definitely chuckled a few times and I actually felt bad for him when he was I, killed. I was like, get him. When he when he was running all Ooh, around in that man, insane asylum. That was the that, scariest one to and me. And that woman was just there. That, and was like that, my, that was consumed him, basically. That was the scariest creature, was, in my that opinion. That was scary. Yeah. And, that was, and, you, I, and personally, I felt like you could feel his fear. Yeah, but like I, that's more because of the situation. It's horrifying to think of like looking down multiple hallways and seeing the same thing yeah. coming at you and not being able to escape. Like... And there's nothing you can do because it's just slowly yeah. coming into grabbing you. Um, but, like, I don't know. There were moments where, like, when they were researching after um, the, the, the first friend gets yeah. uh, taken by the, the where's my toe yeah. uh, ghost Augie. lady. Augie is, uh, is taken. He's, like, they're, they're researching in the library to figure out the mystery of the mm-hmm. book and stuff. And he's just like, oh, look at that. Augie would have loved this. Hmm. And I was like, (laughs) no, no, you lost your friend. You'd be sadder than that. Come on, man. Come on. No, just fucking, it it felt like, like the, the lead, the, the girl was the, the best of the, of the bunch, but everyone seemed like super, not calm, uh, during all these events, but they were like, so disinterested or like they, they weren't as, emotionally disturbed disturbed as they should have been they They were just like fuck this it's stupid whatever and then they all die uh, one by one um i don't know it it, what they weren't uh doing a good job enough job for me at least to 
make me feel for them or make me feel connected to them. Um, I felt the most for for Stella. the lead for Stella. But, I mean, do they really need to though? I mean, like you said, we we, we only I, get ten minutes of development with Augie and like twenty minutes of development of Chuck. Exactly. So I feel like if they if they focused more on the characters, but they were so concerned, concerned with, with, how, the, they with how they were gonna use the stories yeah. to make the creepy sequence, the scary scenes yeah. happen, and it's it feels like all the effort went into like creature design and yeah. like oh and then we'll have him go up to his bedroom and then he'll get dragged from under the bed like they they Which focused was a lot terrifying <laughs> sure the the sequences were terrifying or like scary but they were predictable you know like yeah. every single one of them was super predictable and i don't know it just i saw everything coming and it was just hard to sit through it in my opinion because i just knew like all right this is gonna pick one by one yeah that one and then <laughs> And then he's going to go, and then, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and right. yep, that monster's going to come for them, but they got to go. And and you didn't see the thing coming where it's, like, the ghost that's doing all this is innocent the entire time, and, like, her spirit is just waiting to be well, exonerated I mean, I thought, or whatever. I thought that was an interesting part to bring into the movie, too. I, I, honestly, I honestly thought she was just... Like the the whole legend behind it, I think, mm-hmm. it was interesting that they brought that into it because there was a young girl, Sarah, who was... Uh, uh, she was an albino, so they kept her in like the basement, or whatever. Yeah. But she found out a family secret that their paper company was poisoning the water, which is why the kids died. Yeah. So like that, that's like the that's like the back 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 story. Yeah. And then you have to like that's the mystery that we have to unfold to see why this young girl Sarah is killing everyone, and obviously her tortured soul is still here through her stories to kill people for revenge. Yeah. Okay. Like it's not the best horror movie story. It's not the best base. Yeah. But the way that they portrayed it and the way that they found the mystery, I thought was still interesting enough for I mean I wouldn't call this a kids movie <laughs> I will, it definitely is not <laughs> but but at the same time the protagonists are children so you have yeah. to give them the reason and the the ability and the the wherewithal to find out for themselves you couldn't make this and I mean you could have made this an adult movie where the people who find out these horror like like let's say it was the older sister and like she's 18 or whatever and it's her friends that go into the haunted house or whatever and yeah. find the book then you could have had like maybe the, the the kids being like the background characters like oh I need to protect my little kid my little brother and little sister from the horrors of whatever's happening and I thought yeah. that maybe that could have been interesting too to, to go that route but for them to be kids you have to kind of bring it down to that level and I think they did a good enough job for me anyway to put myself in that position obviously I mean I don't know about you but mm-hmm. the, the the character that I uh, <laughs> um, What's it called? Uh, uh, Didn't like or no? Liked the, or... The, the character that I um, compare myself to the most, or the character that I, I identified with the most, was Ramon, just, uh-huh. uh, for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. But we find out that he's a draft dodger, and I thought Listen, that was interesting. It too. It was like they were trying to hammer home the fact that the Vietnam War happened during this time over and over. And well, that was the whole backdrop. But then, like, that was the, the whole setting. Sure, but like, it was was that supposed to be like a twist? Like, oh my god, he's a draft dodger. Like, are we supposed to? Because that, that it didn't do anything for the story, right? And but but what I'm saying is like what. It and then seems, he went to fucking war at the end. Exactly, <laughs> it seemed like a pointless point to make. Like they somebody was like, make sure you write that the Vietnam <laughs> War was happening during this, and make one of our characters related to the Vietnam when, War. When we when they were talking about the Vietnam War, when he was in the prison cell with what's her name, and she, he said that 
my brother came back in pieces. When we saw the the head fall down, I thought it was yeah. going to be his brother. Yeah, me too. I thought it was going to be him. And me that, too. I feel like that would have been so much yeah. more terrifying and yeah. whatever. But we didn't know what his brother looked like. We never got mentioned of it before that moment. Right. But there were some gruesome deaths in this thing. For sure. But just, let, let me just... Even that cop who like yeah, got his head, he got his cracked, head off. cracked open uh, or like spun around. Um, just like the draft thing, you have to be either like... Because this this character is shown that this character is a draft dodger is supposed to make you feel what like, because no one likes no one's for the draft. No one's gonna be no, like, yeah. oh yeah, he's kind of not good because he did. The it's draft. like no, it's gonna like, you're still like, gonna feel every, more sympathy. Yeah, you're for still him. gonna be like, yeah, dude, like this. He doesn't want to go to fucking I totally die. Get it. Yeah, <laughs> does not make you a bad person. Um, as for like the the thing that kills you is something that's supposed. I didn't even know if it was like. Because after a while, it became it's like what your you fear. Worst fear. Yeah, yeah. But what killed Augie was not his fear. It was like some creepy fucking ghost that was looking for her toe. Like that's every, everybody's gonna be scared of that. <laughs> but like he was never like I was always scared of this yeah. corpse lady or whatever. It was the stew. Yeah, and then he's the, afraid of the stew. fucking thing comes down the chimney, and Ramon's just like it's a, that thing. It, yeah, from I, my childhood. From my childhood, it it's gonna. Me. Someone told me that it was gonna kill me or whatever. And he did not react appropriately, I thought. He was very calm. As soon as the door opened, ran out, fucking got in a car, fucking knew exactly what to do. He wasn't like, holy shit, this is the thing that's horrified me forever. Like, like, um, what's his name? Um, the guy Chuck. I hate. Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> Chuck. He, as soon as the room turned, turned red, red. Oh. he was like, oh no, I'm yeah. in the red room. And that's like, you saw him be afraid of what his, you know, Everything. greatest fear was. And I don't know. It, Ramon's might have been the worst acting of the bunch, I thought, because he was very stoic. Yeah, he was just like, yeah. Well, he was supposed to I be have a cool knife. guy. I have a car. And they they were able to bust open those locks real easy. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> with, with can like, knife pick. All you gotta take like, is the switchblade and go. No, there's like no skill involved in picking locks. It's nope. just like you put it in, you wiggle it around, and, and you're, it's you're open. Done. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Locks back then were, were very poorly made. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, the best acting was definitely uh, Stella's dad, who is what's his name from Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's here uh, there for some Dean, reason. Dean Norris. I did not see that coming. He I was, was in like, this wait, movie what? For <laughs> approximately 10 minutes. And he's 10 minutes of great acting. 10 minutes of good acting. Uh, like, I got I got a little bit of feels that, went to that phone yeah, call. Yeah, that phone call. With, was with, like, she was I'm not like, going to leave you. Beca- it's not me oh. leaving you. If you see me disappear, it's not because I left. Oh, it's was be- so sad. He, I honestly thought that there was going to be more tie-in with the mom leaving and the scary stories. I thought they were going to bring that in somehow, yeah, but maybe. they didn't. Um, Listen, I think th- w- the only thing I learned from watching this movie is they should have gone with a Netflix series. And I was thinking... A story a week. A story a week. And, or like an episode. I yeah, mean. and don't make it super long because obviously they're short stories. Yeah. So if you drag it out, the more you drag a, it out, there's a, the, there's a lot of short stories. There's three whole books. Exactly. And they, they really only touched on like four or five. Three seasons, baby. And each episode can be 20 something minutes. Yeah. Hell, you can make it animated with some creepy ass animation. Use and the it would same be. same animator, the illustrator that did the exactly. illustrations in the book. Exactly. Fuck. Like that would be oh, so no. much more. Oh, no. George, why That would be so much more impactful <laughs> and so much more scary than what we saw in the movies because the movie was just predictable nonsense. And. We've talked about this before on the podcast that we, or at least I hold horror movies at a higher yeah. standard oh, yeah. because we're older, yeah. we don't scare you easy, need to do more we've to get seen us. it all, yeah. you have to get something that's original and something that's truly scary yeah. 
Um, but I, I didn't get any I, of that for hard. this movie. It's hard. To it, do that. I, it is the hardest thing. I, I feel like making horror movies is the hardest of making any yeah. movie. It's like the easiest, like seriously, structure like, wise, right? And the easiest. It's probably like, the easiest on the budget yeah. if you don't have some CGI monster, yeah. right? And then it's just about writing acting it well and, and acting it well and fucking cinematography editing making it well. It, yeah, making it something that people will be spooked by. But yeah. it's just when it's another wronged ghost doing yeah. stuff it was the curse of la llorona all over again but they used characters from our childhood yeah. and i don't know i did not have a good time did not have a good time I, yeah i don't i disagree with that it was as bad as you thought it yeah. was uh there was some points in the dialogue where i thought it was just silly like some of the things that they said like nobody would ever say that in a real life situation oh man i, I wrote a few hold on <laughs> I had a lot of time to write uh, uh, during this movie. For for the acting, I honestly thought Augie was the worst. I kind of did. I didn't like him from the beginning. Augie, I liked more than. Um, I liked Chuck more than Chuck. For I sure. liked Chuck. I thought he was a fun mix of frantic. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on versus uh, comic relief. Like yeah. when, like the first scene you see him is is on the radio fishing out his poop from. T- <laughs> That's hilarious, uh, but then. You know, as as the movie progresses, he he tries to mask his fear with comedy, and you, yeah. I I felt that I liked that. Um, I thought obviously Stella was really good, and like I said, I, I liked I, I um, identified with Ramon. Uh, I thought he was a victim, and I felt bad for him. But mm-hmm. um, let's see, character development. I wrote down. You said you didn't like character development. Uh, there really was none. The only char- none. the only character that we got to the only two characters I, I should say is, is Ramon and Stella. So we got some character development with Chuck and his sister, which I really, I actually kind of liked that moment when they were in the bathroom and he was like holding on to her yeah. and like crying because she was freaking out. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God. Like, I, yeah, it's like despite my, my the sister, usual brother-sister yeah, fighting thing, yeah. you always I like, are that. there for them. Um, but then obviously, but even at the end, Stella kind of started to annoy me uh, when she yeah. was yelling at Sarah and like trying to like go through it sounded almost like they were like improvised so be scared and improvise and she was just like i'll write your story leave them alone and bring back my friends (laughs) and i was like that's it that's all you got for this ghost i mean the ghost is just like yeah and then she and she disappears and then the the mr augie dies Uh, no the uh, mr mr weird face mr mr weird limbs uh um, let's see here. My notes. I, I wrote. I wrote lazy writing with a lot of A's. Lazy. I, I wrote bad acting. I wrote shitty blocking. Um, yeah, there was like just like small things. Just like the tiniest things. Like when Stella was in school and she gets out of class and goes to her locker. Like the lock's not even locked and she just like opens it and it's like someone like didn't even take the thought to like or I don't know. I'm not saying have a whole shot of her unlocking a locker, but she was just like doop doop book haunted book like it was very like it's cheesy and it felt lazy that they didn't even give the thought that what a real locker in a high school would or junior high school would look like locked you wouldn't just be like "Mm, yeah here's my haunted book close it and walk away but there were like things like that throughout the movie that were like really like who would do that to that point what's happening I want to say that one, I think that's too much of a nitpick. And two, <laughs> that's exactly what I did. You left I, your lock on I, I would leave my locker to the last number. That way I could just spin it and unlock it in high know. school. I don't know. 
How many, yeah, we're going to take a poll. How many of you think that just twisting your lock and opening it is good enough for a kid's movie? <laughs> Write us, relatively subjective at gmail.com. Tweet us, real If so the pod. locker mechanics in the movie aren't <laughs> accurate, I don't know. I'm going to hate I'm gonna, it. It's my number one thing. I, I look for that in every Silly. movie. Um, I wrote, he goes to war anyway. We yeah, talked about that a little bit. He does, <laughs> which is bullshit. But. Like, what are you going to do? He, he can't draft the Dodgers forever, Whoever I guess. wrote this movie no. was like, the Dodge, draft was the, the draft. right thing. And I'm so glad that the character saw the flaw of his ways and that went to war. silly, it's I like, thought. Fuck the war, dude. It's like, it's over. Silliness. We lost. Um, uh, let's Nobody see here. wins in war. Uh, I wrote, did dot, dot, dot. Did they really have a cliffhanger? <laughs> right? So can we talk about scary movies that tell in the dark too? <laughs> I, I never want to. I never want so to talk about that. So one of the things that I think is funny though is that at the end of the movie, like she says, Sarah's gone. Like she's over like whatever. Yeah, and, then and we, have just cheesy, like, we have cheesy ex- exit monologue where she's like, my friends are gone. But, but us together, this we'll team find that them. we've... And I'm just like, no, you won't, bitch. Yeah. Like they're dead. It's like I thought you ended the curse or whatever. Yeah. Like, what do, what do you mean? Like, if they if they didn't come back, they're not gonna. Yeah. I thought I honest I thought there was gonna be more. Well, that like, goes an back ending, to but... when we were talk about not establishing the rules of the horror yeah, thing of the world. Yeah. Of of whatever it is that's haunting. Like, yeah. if you don't get that right, you're just doing scary shit for the hell for of no it for no reason yeah. and you're and there no needs one's to be gonna a structure. care yeah there needs to be a specific world right. outline like and now there was none. if there's a sequel now you have to make shit up to be like oh by the way there's another curse somewhere else that's where i'll find my friends someone someone else made a creepy book it's like they're going on a road trip like isn't <laughs> isn't where? the house right there that's where you're gonna find however to bring them back dude it's in the book she says it's in the book uh, she, uh, um, it was, that I, got, I thought I, I, I agree with you I on got that. two that quotes I got two quotes one says uh, you don't read the book the, the book, book reads, reads you, you. Ugh. yeah I agree cool. and then there was another <laughs> one that says they put her in the basement because she was different I was like well, no, that made sense. She was. She, they were they all just being like, "We're all different." Albino. And now I get like, I I sympathize with her because we're all different, right, guys? I was like, totally different story. Like they put totally that, different kind of different. Different kind of different. Yeah. These this evil family put yeah. a, a little girl in a room and locked her in there and like didn't let her see the sun. You guys are just like, well, no, bullied. because she was albino, wasn't it? I guess because I she know. couldn't see the sun because it. I, I assumed anyway because she came out quote unquote different they locked her up because she was quote unquote different no I know but the the notion of identifying with her like they're like bullied or like you know yeah because they're the outcasts they're the outcasts they're just like if I get it I'm if just that's like, one way you're gonna connect to the scary lady let them come on they, they were riffing they, on it way too much I was like I agree. it's not the same they, I agree but at that point in the movie when they said it they didn't know ugh we knew, <laughs> but they didn't know. <laughs> uh, I forgot to hit the stats up in the beginning, but Rotten Tomatoes has this at 80%. Metacritic has wow. it at 62%. And IMDb has it at 6.6 6. 6. 6 out of 10, yeah. which makes me further lose faith in the <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Metacritic, and IMDb scoring. But that's why we started this podcast, just to, to like, score it ourselves. Score it ourselves, do it ourselves. And I just, I don't know how anybody could give it an 80 
in 80. Do you think Wait, this... Wait, was that Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes. Well, that's not Rotten Tomatoes. That's the amalgamation of all the other... That's, right? um, that's, that's all do? critics uh, scored average. Yeah. And then they have a different one for, for audience. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, that's what Rotten Tomatoes says. That because a yeah. lot of a lot of critics thought it was good, I guess. But like honestly, like, uh, I I I I don't know. Maybe I needed to see it, like with people. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was just I, that's true. I, I it was a drag it. from start to beginning for me, uh, to start, start to, to finish yeah. to for, to me, and it was just like I saw it with one of my friends, and he jumped. He hates horror movies. Like I should probably preface with that. Yeah. And he like he twitched a lot. So I thought that was going to actually take me out of it, but I think it kind of put me back in because yeah. it was just like, oh yeah, this is supposed to be scary. I wasn't scared, but I was just like into it more, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Quote, I don't question know. mark. I don't know. But um, but anyway, we're all we're we're it's it's late. Let's uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? How many? How many? How many? How many? Uh. How many? How many disappeared moms out of ten <laughs> do you give? I'm going to give this movie. Three disappeared. Moments. Not as bad as Hobbs and Shaw. Not as bad as Hobbs and Shaw, and that's because it wasn't as long, and there weren't yeah, nearly as was. many dick jokes in it. It as was an Hobbs hour and fifty-one Shaw. minutes. Oh uh, damn, that bad. was longer. I just thought it felt like an hour and fifty-one yeah. minutes, but that's what it was. And uh, yeah, everything I, I said earlier, just in my opinion, bad acting, lazy writing, really predictable plot, cheesy. Lines. It felt like they were using the the characters in the book for uh, shock for value. shock value and no substance underneath yeah. it, and it didn't make me feel for the people that were getting killed by the monsters. It made me just admire the monsters. Like I was just like, oh, I remember that's that one. a cool one. That's a cool. They did uh, a good design. job. Yeah, yeah, three D, cool. And like personally, it. my favorite was the the red room monster. That yeah. one was my the scariest. That was yeah. the creepiest. Um, just that fucking looking lady. everywhere and seeing her yeah. slowly walk towards him. Oh, it was like, yeah. If I was in that, <laughs> I don't know what I would do. <laughs> and uh, obviously, the the arm guy, the limbs guy is, yeah. is freaky limbs limbs old limbs uh how many rl steins out of 10 do you give this <laughs> uh so i'm i'm gonna say i think maybe because of nostalgia uh and because i am a fan of horror movies and yes although i critic i try to put horror movies up to a different standard because I'm biased, maybe, because mm-hmm. I like horror movies and I wanted this to be good, I think my brain told me that it was better than maybe it was. Okay. So I'm, I am going to take a point off than what I would was norm, was going to give this at the beginning of this podcast. Uh-huh. But I still think, because of the nostalgia factor, it deserves a 6 out of 10. Okay. Uh, it wasn't anything that was too terrible, I think, anyway. I thought the acting was good enough for the kids. I thought the dialogue was good enough for the kids. It wasn't anything spectacular. Um, but it was good enough that it made me remember these stories. I I liked the whole. It was it was a very predictable, scary horror movie, but with characters and with stories that I knew from my childhood. So I was more interested in. It, I think I think that's the bias is okay. that because it played on the nostalgia, it made me more interested. Yeah. Uh, which is actually I think another reason why I didn't absolutely hate La Llorona. I think uh-huh. one of the reasons why I thought it was just slightly better than I thought it should have been yeah. was because it was a story. I hated how they interpreted the story because right. I'm super Americanized, but 
they they're taking that something from our past some things that people americans haven't heard of and they're making it mainstream so i got to give it some credit okay same thing with this they're taking something from a whole generation's background a whole generation like it's scared an entire generation yeah and they're making it into something that's more pop culture i like that i want more of that i want okay. it done better yeah i want it to actually be successful and i want it to be a thing that people actually can take and be proud of yeah i don't think this is it but i think it's a start yeah uh, and i think a six out of ten for their first try is fine all right all right. All right. So thanks. it's all subjective. So uh, <laughs> right. All right. Well, all right, thanks for it. thanks for listening to our podcast. I hope you had a good time. Yep. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to answer your emails because yes. you're going to email us at relatively subjective at gmail.com. You're also going to tweet us at relsubpod. You're going to find our Instagrams and Facebooks at relatively subjective. That's right. Uh, and uh, we're going to have some fun. So That's uh, right. I hope you guys enjoyed this and all of that. Get ready for next week. Uh, next week. Um, Good Boys comes out. Good Boys, Blinded by the Light. Oh, shit. Uh, where'd you go, Bernadette? Oh. So probably Good Boys and maybe Blinded by the Light. Sounds good to me. Yeah. I need uh, a comedy after this week. Yeah, for, for <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, for different reasons. Yes. Um, let's see here. May all of your... Uh, um, well, there's one very easy one, but I yeah. don't think I'll do it. Uh, but, like, yeah, you gotta, hmm. May all your stories to tell be in the scary dark. Yep, that's kind of how I was going to do it. Yeah. Um, let's see. May all your... May all your scary dark... May all your scary in the dark be stories to tell. Nice. Wait, did you say... Yeah, you said dark. Scary in the dark stories to tell. Yep, nice. got it. All right, we did all it. Right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.